Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is January the 27th, 2024. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. We're just hanging out. Not much is happening. Uh, I'm actually, it's the morning time for me as of recording this. So, you know, I'm up and at it quite early, but um, we're feeling good. Uh, doing good, so that's good. <laughs> um, food corner. So Domino's was hooking it up. Apparently, they changed their little deal for the weekend. Um, so instead of it being two medium pizzas, it was just two large pizzas for six ninety nine, which honestly is too much pizza for me. Uh, which you know I, I clearly found out and proved last night. But you know I was I was fine with it. I'm like I'll take it. It's more pizza, more is good. So. Also for the same price, you know what I mean? 13, like 14 bucks pretty much. Like hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, the, the two pizzas we got, was I had one large um, Philly like cheesesteak, their Philly cheesesteak that they put on the pizza, and um, onions, and then red sauce. And then on the other pizza, I had Italian sausage and bacon with a uh, barbecue sauce base. So yeah, that was fine. It was good. Nice eating my little pizza. Pizzas. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, not much else to report, uh, at least on the personal front. So let me go ahead and do my startup, and then we'll get into some news. Okay, from ABC News, Alaska Airlines resumes flying Boeing 737 MAX 9 plane after door plug blowout. Alaska Airlines resumed flying the Boeing 737 MAX 9 following fleet inspections for the first time on Friday after a door plug fell out of one of its uh, planes midair three weeks ago. Uh, let's see here. Alaska Flight 1146, the airline's first uh, MAX 9 flight since the aircraft was grounded, departed Seattle-Tacoma International Airport Friday afternoon, bound for, bound for San Diego. Two other MAX 9 flights are expected to depart Friday afternoon, one from Las Vegas to Portland, uh, Oregon, and another from Seattle to Ontario, Canada, according to the airline. So, I mean, as of this recording, we haven't heard any problems, any issues, you know, no popped doors. So that's good. Uh, You know, we love to see that. We love to hear about that. Um, I I mean, I think more or less the, um, like, investigation is closed, but I think they're still going to be working with the FAA and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, I think that people are still going to have a bit of an increased paranoia because it's just been so frequent lately with, with Boeing and everything, but... Hey, I mean, as long as the planes are working, then that's fine. That's great. I, I don't want to have any beef with Boeing on this shit, but I, I, you just want to see Boeing do better, you know? Um, let's move on, though, to another update from CNN. Vince McMahon, WWE founder, resigns amid sex trafficking allegations. So I know we just touched on this. I really don't want to get into, like, too much of the details. Like, we've already talked about it. We can run it back. You can look at the article by all means. Uh, obviously, you know, trigger warning, sexual assault, sexual abuse, 
Um, but uh, Vince McMahon has resigned from his role as executive chairman of TKO, the parent company of WWE, following disturbing allegations of sexual assault, trafficking, and physical abuse. Um, also, I, something I didn't add in the last article, or the last time we talked about this the other day, was it's not just Janelle Grant. Um, there are also, also other women. So it's crazy that he, you know, one, left the organization, you know, for the investigation. Like he, you know, initially resigned from WWE, came back as the TKO, you know, the fused thing with them in the UFC. And it's like, one, that's crazy that that was allowed because everyone knew these allegations were made public. And, you know, the investigation just said, ah, nah, it's all good. You're good, bro. That's why, like, third-party investigations always feel and look sketchy. Like, I feel like generally the general public see that as icky and they're like, nah, that's not criminal. There's nothing there to it. There's no teeth there. And sure enough, Grant, you know, felt the same way and was like, okay, yeah, now I'm going to actually take it to a legal level. And I, I, I almost wonder if this was something that was, like, Okay, Vince, you gotta you gotta call it quits. You, this is now that this is actually taken it to the next level. We gotta, and he just probably had to, you know, to say his uh, happy trails. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I do think it's for the best uh, for sure. Something else again, again, I wanted to highlight, kind of like we did last time, is talking yet again about the um, the raw Netflix deal, which is pretty fucking crazy. Netflix also announced it would become the exclusive home of WWE Raw starting in January of 2025. According to a filing from TKO, the 10-year deal is valued at more than $5 billion. Also, like, I was thinking about that and, you know, doing a little research, and I guess it's it's literally going to be live. I don't know why I thought it would just be, like, episodic, maybe. Like, they were just going to change the style or something. Like, no, no, they're going to literally go to live content. And I guess it's because that's something that Netflix kind of said, oh, that's not what we do. Almost I was wondering if they were, like, kind of shading, like, Hulu for being like, yeah, that's y'all thing. You guys can do that. We're going to be the best at what we do. Um, but, I don't know, maybe times have just changed. And they're like, look, whatever gets us some fucking money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting deal. Uh, the Rock's making a fucking big cut. $30 million in stock awards. Um, also, his, like, name is, like, The Rock is literally trademarked. So that's, yeah, that's fucking neat. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit of a bittersweet for you there. Um, all right, now let's go to uh, the UK, a little bit of a museum issues that we got to talk to or talk through, work through. There you go. Sorry, I had a burp. I had to get through, um, from BBC, Asante Gold, UK to loan back Ghana's looted crown jewels. And I got to say it just up front. I'm bothered. I'm bothered by this. Um, the UK is sending some of Ghana's crown jewels back home 150 years after looting them from the court of the Asante king. I wish that that was it. And then happy, like, we're good. Yay. All right. It's about time. That's what I would say. And then I'd, you know, do the little thing right there. And then we'd walk away. Next article. No, but there's more. Um, a gold piece pipe is among the 32 items returning under a long term loan deals. Uh, the BBC can reveal. The, Vitor- the Victoria and Albert Museum, V&A, is lending 17 pieces, and 15 are from the British Museum. Ghana's chief negotiator said it hoped he hoped a, for a new sense of cultural cooperation after generations of anger. Uh, I can guarantee you motherfuckers are still going to be goddamn angry for, about this. Um, some national museums in the UK, including the VA and the British Museums, are banned by law from... 
permanently giving back contested items in their collections. And loan deals such as these are seen as a way to allow objects to return to their countries of origin. Now, I always hear this shit and, like, my brain, like, I, it, I do the, like, Jim Halper thing where I have to, like, look away at some, like, unknown camera. Like, what the fuck am I hearing right now? Motherfuckers can change the law. Like, you can just change the law. Like, you can just make the law not wrong, and then guess what? You can just give it back. But, like, they did this shit on purpose. Like, the, the nation state, this is, I gotta talk about the nation state again, I'm sorry. But it's like, they did this shit so that they could protect their goddamn spoils of war. You know, and they go into the history of it in this article, um, you know, about how literally just the, the, the uh, you know, the, the I'm chomping on the words here. But, you know, the British were like, oh, my God, they have so much gold over there. Like, literally, it's the Gold Coast. We have to check this shit out. So they go. They check the shit out at the 1800s or whatever. And they're like, OK, yeah, just give it to us. And they literally just took gold from these people. You know, while, while you're doing your whole colonization, you're just taking the shit from them, taking the shit just from the homes, from the people. Um, and, you know, now you're saying, like, this is ours. And how dare you ask for it back almost. Like, it, it just has that air to it. And that's what really just bothers me. Um, but essentially the loophole here is that it is a deal that has been worked out with the king. Uh, three, the three-year loan agreements with an option to extend for a further three years are not with the Guyanan government, but with Utumfo Osi Tutu II, the current Asante king known as Asante Hini, who attended the coronation of King Charles last year. So essentially you have to do this because the, Ga- the Guyanan government, kind of the same way from nation state to nation state, can't accept a fucking deal like this because it's such bullshit. Like, it's just too bad of a deal. Like, what do you mean? You're loaning us back our items? Like, no. Like, it, it, it then makes Ghana complicit in a way that just isn't right. But at the same time, if this is the only way that you can get your possessions back for, like, you know, at least a set amount of time, you're going to take it. Um, and it's almost, it looks like this is like almost like a prototype kind of deal. So it's like, hey, maybe we can do this, and maybe, you know, this works out, people like it. Maybe we can, like, talk about doing the Benin bronzes or something like that, that way. That's something we've talked about before on this podcast. Though Nigeria has kind of said, nah, we're not really cool with this shit. Because once again, you're talking nation state to nation state. No nation is going to be like, uh, yeah, can we borrow our shit back? Like, I heard um, on the BBC... And it was an analyst or expert, someone they were talking to. And essentially, they made the comparison, that would be like someone coming to your home and stealing from you, then coming back years later saying, hey, would you like to borrow the thing I stole from you? Like, would you like your lawnmower back, bro? Like, it's my lawnmower, man. Give it back. It should be mine. And I know that... You know, these museums and stuff make the defense of, like, well, we got these things, we got these items. They're now pieces of, like... Um, like art that they're they're historical they're important for people to see but it's like yeah they're important for the people who like they're their items to see in my mind like it, that this that floors me that these kind of defenses just kind of get used and they work for some people um but yeah i i still almost want to count this as a good thing but it does make me mad it does frustrate me um it, it is cool that people are going to get a chance to see some of these things um the item i have pictured in the thumbnail the hat I believe it's called a Dekin uh, Yimbe. I know I'm getting it wrong. I don't have it in the front front of my face currently. My bad. But um, it's very cool. Um, there's a lot of cool items that you know are being exchanged back to the people. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's the first half of the museum package that we have here. I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next bump. Um, 
let me go ahead and take a break and then we will close this out. CNN museums to close exhibits featuring Native American <clears throat> Native American artifacts as new federal regulations take effect. The American Museum of National History in New York and other museums across the United States are closing or adapting exhibits featuring Native American objects in response to new regulations from the Biden administration. The regulations with which went into effect on January 12th require museums and federal agencies to consult and obtain informed consent from descendants, tribes, or native Hawaiian organizations before displaying or researching human remains or cultural items, according to the Department of the Interior. The rules aim to provide updated guidelines for the implementation of the 1990 Native American Graves Protection and Reparation Act, or NAGPRA, a official or a federal law requiring the identification and repatriation of indigenous remains. The goal is to speed up the process of returning Native American remains, objects of cultural patrimony, funerary objects, and other sacred items to tribes, the Department of the Interior said. So I like this. This is something that does make me happy. Um, I, I was doing a quick read through, um, what was it, the New York Post, and they're like, history lovers are really upset about this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, bro, like, get real. At the end of the day, you have all the tools right now in this day and age to, like, go to your, go on, go on your phone, go to a library, go to any kind of place and look and see and learn about any of this kind of stuff. You do not actually have to go into a building to do it. And at the end of the day, these items, these things, they belong to a group of people. They, they like the whole Indiana Jones, like it belongs in a museum. Sure. But at the end of the day, if this, if these people, they want their items back, they should go back to the people. It's the same kind of conversation as the last article to me. Um, I just think it's so weird that in this day and age, we like have this kind of like wistful nostalgia about museums. I think they are great. Don't be wrong. This isn't me like hating on museums. I think they totally have a purpose, like, you know, for putting up art and things of that nature, but it shouldn't be stolen material. Like, and, and then it, it creeps me out that they have like bodies. Like what, why hasn't that been done and like given back to the people already? And I, I'll, some of these uh, museums, I'm not going to go through all of them, but they are they're listed in the article, but they're like, Hey, so yes, we do have the bodies. Okay. But we're not putting them on display, of course. No, we're not doing that at all. And I'm like, okay, that's great, awesome, sweet. But like, why do you have bodies? <laughs> like that, that that's, uh, And I remember that being a big controversy because they had that whole bodies exhibit. And then it, the details came out of like who those bodies belonged to, like who were the actual bodies. And then they're like, okay, yeah, we're not doing the bodies exhibit anymore. That was like my first time kind of hearing about this kind of thing. And I was kind of like... When you're younger, I feel like this is how you get kind of, I don't want to say indoctrinated for this, but it's just like you go, yeah, it's a museum. I, I got to learn there. Just like going to a zoo and seeing animals and learning how like this is this is how nature is. It's like you can learn about this in a whole other fucking way. But here you are learning about it this way. Um, but all, all right. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I do think this is a good thing. 
Uh, I hope that it doesn't see too much pushback. I, I do think that this is overall a good thing for the indigenous people in America. And, you know, you're getting a piece of your history back. You're getting more agency over your culture. I, I think that's a great thing. I think that's uh, awesome. So, um, yeah, I know I'm kind of riffing, kind of rambling like I tend to do. But that'll be it. That'll be the episode for today. Uh, let's see here. I got to shill for a second. Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. If you'd like to support the effort, become a newsy today. Shout you out at the top of the podcast, uh, at least the top of the month, top or bottom of the podcast, depending where my brain's at that day. Um, plug a project if you'd like as well. And then let's see here. Uh, Isaiah News 1 at gmail.com. Send me feedback that way. And then uh, you can hit me up. You can follow me or the podcast um, on the socials. Uh, you know, you can clickety clackety find me there. And then um, please subscribe to the YouTube. Helps out a lot. Hit the like button. Leave a cool comment. Uh, you can do that on Spotify, on Apple, or whatever listening app you're on. Really helps out a lot. Thank you so much. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.